our family series this year is This Is Us, and we've been trekking, I don't know, for some reason this year, we've been trekking through this, and we've been talking a lot about singleness and being single and be, becoming a person who is ready to enter into marriage or contracts or uh, personalities or places where you're going to be joining yourself to someone else. We always say uh, good morning to Pastor Linnell. I thought she was going to sing a little bit this morning, but not yet, maybe at the end. <laughs> um, um, she, I don't, that look was, we'll see. <laughs> I am, if I can say this before I give you these points, and I'm, I'm going to run through them, you need to write them down, and you need to share them, especially with people who are considering marriage. Especially with people, thank you guys, especially with people who are considering marriage, who are considering going to that place. I like to use the Bible and find in Bible scriptures uh, because the kingdom of God is his word and how his word is shared. I like to find in the Bible real stories that uh, at least align with two or three other stories that we're talking about. And today, uh, today, the story where we're talking about Jacob, Jacob and Rebekah is the same similar story with Isaac with Isaac, uh, who was sent to find a wife by uh, Abraham. As a matter of fact, uh, Isaac, uh, Isaac was told by his father, you, I don't want you to go find her. I want you to stay here. I'm going to send my servant to find your wife. I'm going to send my servant to find your wife. Um, it is very interesting how the parallels the parallels of, of, of the world today and even church today do not match sort of how the kingdom of God is put together for marriages and for couples. So if you have any children, you have any children, and I do, I have two children that will be married. They will be married successfully, and their, their spouses will love me and love Pastor Linnell. And we will love their family. It's going to be a family thing. We're going to be united. I'm prophesying. You can do the same. Amen. We're not going to have any weirdness. We're going to be together. We're not going to be fussing and fighting over Thanksgiving and Christmas and breaking up kids. I confess that when my children get married, they will stay married. We are not going to spend half the fortune we've raised in divorce court and giving it away to probate and all these other weird folks. That's just not something that's in the cards for me. Y'all might as well wake up. That's just not in the cards for me. I don't believe in any of this trash that's going on in the world and that I should accept it for my family. Okay, I hear your question. So, Pastor Martin, what if it happens? What if it happens? What if it happens? If any of those bad things happen, we're strong enough to work our way through them. And I believe that you are strong enough to work your way through them as well. That whatever's happening, that's not the real plan of God and not the real thing that you were expecting. You have the kingdom of God inside of you and you can work through them. Amen. Tell your neighbor, don't die until it's right. <laughs> Amen. Now, let me say this before I even get to this, because this is about singles. And they told me they were fussing and they said, Pastor, you gave us a singles title but the sermon wasn't for singles. All you did was talk to married people. So after I heard that, I was like, okay, I'm going to make sure I keep this single. I'm going to make sure I keep it single. And if you, 
if, if, I, if I veer off the course into marriages, just w- wave your church fan. If you got a church fan, just wave it. I'll know I'm off. But let me, say, let me say this to singles. Now, you need to be with some good friends starting two weeks ago. You need to be with some good friends because here come the cold, lonely days. These are going to be some cold, lonely days for you. There are going to be a lot of parties. The bars are going to be offering single ladies' night out and uh, men's night out and maybe not men's night out. I don't know. I, I never did that. Enoch saying we don't do that, Pastor. But whatever it is, you need to have some friends in your life that call you, text you, and you can text. Say, pray for me right now. <laughs> I mean, right now. Well, I'll pray for you in the morning. No, you need some friends that will pray for you right now so that, so that in May and April, we don't have any oopses, no surprises of different stuff that happened during the lonely days of the holidays. Genesis 28, me and you, Joey, let's make this happen. Genesis 28, is that all right? We're staying with singles, right? Because I was going to break over into something, but I won't do that for married people. Say it, married people. Sometimes we get lonely too. <laughs> okay. All right. So I went, through, I went through three of these. I'm going to go through them quickly. If you're going from me, single, to we, marriage. There are a few steps, a few things that you should be paying attention to. Number one, we said in Genesis, this is review, in Genesis 28, 1 to 2, that don't move until you're sent. Jacob was sent, Jacob was sent by his father Isaac to find a wife. In other words, Jacob's father knew when he was ready. Son, you're at the place where now you can go and look for a wife. You can open your heart for a wife. Sweetheart, tell your daughters, you know, baby, I think you're ready. I think your heart's ready. I think your mind's ready. I think you've been taught in such a way that you're ready to offer yourself to the world. Number two, number two, it was his prayer. His prayer in Genesis 28 was, Lord, keep me on my journey. And someone asked me, what does that mean? Are we asking God to keep us on our journey so we don't stray? Are we praying for God to make sure I'm protected on my journey so I go? Both. You're asking God, as I am going on my journey to open my heart and go from me to we, keep me on the straight and narrow. Don't let me get sidetracked. Uh, Keep me out of relationships with people who are going to harm me. They're not going to help me. Protect me from the evil one especially those who, of us that don't have a discerning spirit, right? We need to have God to say wrong one. So when we walk into places, people that don't belong in our life, because you can, you can meet a guy or meet a girl that you believe you're supposed to help and minister to. It doesn't mean you're supposed to marry them, right? So you can't see every person that comes into your life as a potential mate. They're not. They're not. Number three, we said follow directions. This is, this is Genesis 29, 1 through Genesis 29, the, uh, the, Genesis 29, the first verse. It says, Jacob went on his journey and came to a land of the people of the east. He went, when he left, listen to me, when he left Isaac's presence, Isaac said, go to the east 
from your mama's cousins, your mama's people, and find a wife there. He didn't leave their house and go to the West. He left the house and went and obeyed the exact instructions that he was given. And sometimes you need to obey the exact instructions you were given because you're not always thinking straight. How many of y'all are unmarried in the room today? Unmarried. Okay, then act like y'all listening to me then. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's cold out there. It ain't cold in here. Get your notebook out. I'm telling you right now. Because 75 to 80% of our time in ministry, 87, listen to me. People think I would love to preach. I'd love to be pastor so I can preach up here. You don't know nothing about what you're thinking you're talking about. This is, this is 5 to 10% of what I get to do. 60 to 80% of the time I spend with families. People going through things. Marriages that are struggling. Singles that are straying from what God told them. That's my day and my week. So I am passionate about these sermons. And you don't have to be passionate, but just so you don't make me mad, look passionate. <laughs> I used to long jump in college, so I can jump. Well, I used to could jump from this stage out there, but I can't do that no more. So tell somebody, follow the directions you were given. Listen, and if anyone is trying to talk you out of following the directions you were given, they don't really love you. Anyone that's trying to pull you away from what you were taught, what you know is true, it's not love, it's manipulation. Four. Let's get into new categories. Singles. You, you taking notes? Okay. This is a good one right here. Uh, th this is the seventh verse. This is the seventh verse of Genesis 29. This is the seventh verse of Genesis 29. The sixth and the seventh verse. Watch this now. So he said to them, so Jacob is having a conversation. Do y'all know Laban? Yes, we know Laban. Where does he live? He lives over there. Is he well? He's well. So now Jacob is having this conversation with people about Laban, where he lives, what he's doing. They're talking about we can't water the flock. But this is verse 9, so important. Put verse 9 up there. Put verse 9 up there. Verse 9 says, now while he was still speaking with them, Rachel came Read it. This is huge, brothers and sisters. This one is big. What is he saying right here? Find each other minding your own business. You don't want to hook up with somebody cute and all they've been doing is standing on the wall. I mean, I mean, Rachel, Rachel, listen, listen to what Rachel is doing. Rachel is showing up at the well with her father's money. Sheep was money. We, we didn't have, 
a lot of coins. It's money. It's land. It's camels. It's whatever. She shows up with her father's sheep, and she is the shepherdess, which means she is the CEO of her father's money business. This girl is loaded, packed. She's got stuff going on. She's minding her own business. Don't marry someone who's waiting. Don't marry someone. Talk to me. Don't. Oh, the married people are like, I ain't saying nothing, pastor. <laughs> Don't marry someone who's waiting to get married. Because if they're waiting to get married, it means they're not going to school. It means they're not making themselves professional. They're not taking care of themselves. They're not finding a way to become a better person. So if you get one person that's trying to become better married to another person that's trying to get married, you have a mess in three days. Because as soon as you get married, the one who is interested in promotion, interested in going somewhere, is going to just bring up a subject. Just bring up a subject. It's not going to mean anything except it's a subject. What do you like to do? Well, don't get mad at me because I don't have a degree. I ain't saying nothing about you not having a degree. That's in your head. I'm asking what's in your heart of hearts? What do you love? Where are you going? Where is your vision? You told me it was this, but now that we're married, I don't see it anywhere. So I have this image. I tried to draw it once. I had this image of this, of this Ferrari on a one-lane road that was straight, driving behind a smoking minivan. And one of you is ready to go, <laughs> and the other one is ready to stay. I'm not saying one is wrong. I'm saying make sure it's equal. If both of y'all want to run fast, get you somebody that don't mind running fast. If, you, if you're comfortable going slow, nothing wrong with that, make sure you hook up with somebody who's going slow. Well, what do we do if we're married? You're going to have to, you stuck on medium now, brother. Sister, you, you right there on medium. Don't pass medium. You got to stay there. Someone's going to have to learn how to speed up or someone's going to have to learn how to slow down. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> so find each other mind their own business. The, the other thing I want to show you in verse 10. Are, are y'all you, getting these? Y'all mad at me? Okay. In verse 10, listen, listen to what happens. And it came to pass when Jacob saw Rachel... He saw Rachel, the daughter of Laban's, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother. Watch this now. He saw her. Now he's describing her. She comes to the well minding her own business. She doesn't know Jacob's there. She doesn't know Jacob's looking for a wife. She doesn't know that Isaac has released him to find a wife, which means... Once Isaac, once your father releases you to get married, that means everything that mom and dad has worked for is now at your disposal. <laughs> if dad says you're ready, he's really saying we're ready. 
If dad is saying, son, you're ready. Daughter, you're ready. That means he's ready to show up with money for the wedding. He's ready to buy a house. So he says, you're ready. It means everything that comes from father is now given to you. If father doesn't send you, if dad doesn't send you and say, son, you're ready, then you may not be able to count on Daddy's showing up at the wedding, for real. So he describes this girl, and this is his description. Rachel, the daughter of Laban, his mother's brother, and the sheep of Laban, his mother's brother. He described her like this. She has a dual attraction. Write it down. She has a dual attraction. You, you want a man that has a dual attraction. You're looking for a woman that has a dual attraction. It's not just physical beauty. It means that she represents promise and heritage. In her, in him, you see history and future. You see in this person that they can hold on to what God's done for them and their family and also look forward to what God's going to do in your family. You want a person that has this dual attraction. You are physically attracted to them. Your soul is attracted to them, but they are attractive because they know where they come from and you can be sure they're not going to switch up with you as they're going where you're going. So let me go back. If you're married and you need to work through these things, I, I understand from years of teaching on family that these are the quietest services we have. <laughs> I get it. But you don't have a person talking to you that's never gone through anything in his marriage. That's not my story. I wish it were. I wish we had never had struggles. I wish we didn't have to work hard to be happy. I wish... That's just not our story. We have to pay attention to it and work on it. Every day. All day. But the benefits are worth so much. But here is what I do know. She had triple, she had triple attraction. Absolutely beautiful, absolutely fine as wine that's been, that's been in the cellar for a long time. This is a honey bun in the microwave, a Fanta Pop with peanuts in it. That's what I got. I knew that. I knew that. But I also knew that she had worked in the logging business with her father out in the woods, cutting pup wood, uh, in the garden, picking stuff, skinning deer, <laughs> and rabbits. Bad girl. Don't play now. Got a knife. No, seriously. I knew, I knew that, I knew the attraction, I knew history, and I also knew she had the loyans to walk with me in my crazy life. I knew that I was a person I never stopped thinking. And when people misunderstand me or when people judge me that I'm broken or that I'm finished or that it's over, I know what I'm going to do. I know that I never look at circumstances 
that tell me where I'm going. I never look at now and make now the future. Never, never, ever. It never happens. I don't have time for pity parties. I don't have time to feel sorry for myself. I don't have time to listen to what you have to say. What you say about me is none of my business. And I needed a woman like that. I don't want to walk in my house and have a woman in there crying about something that didn't work out right. Can I talk to you? I know you're not excited about this, but this is how you make your dreams happen. Link up with somebody else who have dreams. Well, all you talk about is money. I don't want no wife talking to me about all I want is money. I ain't got no time for that. All you talk about is money. What else is there to talk about? And some are looking at me, there's plenty, Pastor, to talk about besides money. Let me tell you something right now. If we can't talk about money in my house, I'm in the wrong house. Money answers all things. It answers every question. It answers every need. You need some money. You would be amazed at the arguments that would go away in your house if you could just write a check. If you could just hand your wife the American Express. Go on, baby. Go and do what you got to do. I'll see you in a minute. You don't know what it would do for your husband who's down on his back and people not treating him right at work. They're not treating him right anywhere. And he come home to the house and you done bought a 2019 convertible Camaro and it's sitting out in the driveway. You say, baby, this is your car. There's some cash in the glove compartment. Go for a ride, man of God. Well, I don't want to talk about no money. Don't talk to me. So I want a woman that I can bring the check home to that can deal with, because we were tens of thousands in debt, getting ready to file bankruptcy. I want a woman who can look at the checkbook and say, that's all right, that's all right. We ain't hurt, we ain't hurt. We ain't hurt. We're going to come out of this. Mark, what you got? What you got? You got anything? I do. I don't know how it's going to work, but I got something. I want her to be able to handle that deficit, and I want her to be able to handle millions. This is what we do with millions. This is where we at. This is what we're doing. I see my great, 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 great grandchildren. I got to get this ready for them. I want a woman like that. I don't want nobody that's going to shut down on me while I'm dreaming. I'm a dreamer. Any man in here? Okay. Okay. Any man in here? You're a dreamer. You don't know how you're going to do it. You know, I mean, you don't, you don't know how it's going to work out. You don't know where you're going to get the power, the money from. You don't know how none of that's going to happen. All you know is that it's inside you to dream. Well, you got to find a girl that can dream. That her mom and daddy haven't taught her when to give up. When to lose her mind. Girl, you can't lose your mind when we're in trouble because you're going to need your mind when I bring you millions. You can't be freaking out on me now. You, you can't be freaking out on me when I start really dreaming. You got to have a womb to carry what's in my heart and what's in my spirit. 
Sit down. Please. <laughs> Say double attraction. Is he fine on this side? This side? And this side? Is he sexy up here? When she spent that two hours getting ready to go out with you, and the woman that walked in the door from work and the woman that walks out with you on Friday night to go out, you don't need to know that they're different. Hair's different, makeup's different, everything's different. Does she have an attraction in her mind? Has she been running her daddy's business? Ooh. Is she the CEO of what her daddy built? It's not going to do you any good, my brother, to find a cute girl that can't do nothing. But be cute. Oh, I'm coming. I ain't y'all, I'm telling you, I don't really care what you think about this. You ain't bothering me. So don't look for me to slack. I ain't slacking. Because y'all be wearing me out during the week. You don't want a fine guy with waves and 5,000 friends on Facebook, and he's lazy. He's melancholy. He's depressed all the time. Every time you see him, it's like you got an air pump and you shh, 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 shh. What is he doing now? It doesn't matter if he's walking. She picked me up as a friend to drive me to campus one day. I had, one day, she said, I don't drive men. I don't drive men. But you out here in the cold. Listen, I bought a car. I made a stupid mistake. I bought a 1985 Maxima. Black, skirts on it. You telling me. I was incognito. I'm telling you, I, it, it was like the spoiler the spoiler on this guy was shining. I'm on campus as a grad student. Man, I'm, and two months later, I'm living in my car. I took the car back. God showed me, boy, you made a mistake. I took the car back. I took a $2,000 hit. I went home and got my old bicycle. Brought it to campus. I'm riding my bike to class. I tied up my bike at the library. I walked out of the library and someone has stolen my bike. And now I'm walking from my apartment. She picks me up. It don't matter what he looked like now. If you get a boy that got a dream, Sweetheart, darling, my daughter, it doesn't matter what he looks like now. Just bring him to me. In five minutes, I can tell you what's in his heart. Is his head big enough for the womb me and your mama created? Does he think big? Is his heart big? Does he like to give? Does he understand the power in you? Is he jealous of you? Does it matter how much money you make? It doesn't matter. Oh, 
we got this boy, but he's living on the street. Don't make no difference. It's his heart. Is he attractive? Your daughter doesn't know what to look for. So you have to teach them. This is fathering. Walk with her. Well, she's old now. Walk with that girl. Don't date your daughter now. Don't date your daughter. I'm going on a date with my daughter. Don't date your daughter. Don't get weird. Just walk with her. You can shop with her. You can go eat with her, but don't call it dating. Go with her and help her. Mm, girl, mm, mm. Well, daddy, you don't like nobody. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, sugar pie, honey girl. As soon as that attitude comes between me and you, some boy is going to walk up here and steal my million-dollar girl. Then I'm going to get mad. I'm going to resign from pastoring the church because I don't want nobody in church to be upset because I done hurt somebody. Now I'm in jail. <laughs> Any fathers in here know what I'm talking about? No, 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 no. Fathers of girls. That baby jumped out of your wife's womb, and the first thing that baby did was reach into your chest, grab your heart, and yanked it out. She has still got it beating in her hand. And she's like, Daddy, don't mess up. Thank you, babe. Jump in anytime, Pastor Neil. You got something to say? <laughs> Y'all know her, don't you? She like, just hurry up, boy. If you want to, you know, you got something to say? Are you glad you picked me up in your little car? No, no, no. You got to answer this one. Huh? You glad you picked me up? Are you glad you picked me? Are you glad you get on the mic? No. Hurry up now! You you interrupted my sermon. Are you glad? Turn this on. Yes, yes, yes. Are you yes. glad you picked me up? Show sure love. Okay. I don't understand why that was so hard, Bruh, I'm on the job. Twenty four seven, because it don't matter how she feel what she thinks, or what she thinks about me. I know that everything in my head, I can give birth to it through her. So I ain't leaving, I ain't going nowhere. If she leaves me, I'm buying a tent, and I'm going to be in the backyard every time she wake up. I'm going to be back there. Hey, how you doing? Oh, heavens no. That ain't no, 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 no. You may not love me, but I love you. I'm in a tent back here. Call the police. I'm going to be in the front yard next week. And when another person comes around, I'm going to be like, well, who are you? What are you doing here? Well, she didn't tell me. She, she didn't, she, you know, she says she's divorced. She is. But I'm still her man. What you doing here at the house? No. You ain't. Oh, you. 
Listen, you ain't gonna be li- you ain't gonna put your rusty feet up in my million dollar house with my wife in my bedroom I built. Oh heavens no, no. No, I'm telling Kevin. Kevin will call me sometimes and say, Pastor, me and you need to have lunch. And he'll say, as chairman of the board, I just need to check on you. Because you, I said, listen, I'm going to tell you something right now, Kevin. I am a husband first. I ain't your pastor first. I'm a husband first. I'm a father second. And whenever they conflict, I switch back quick. Because if I leave her, ain't none of y'all know how to take care of me. Single, single. I got on marriage again, didn't I? <laughs> okay, make sure they have a dual attraction. Watch this one now. Hey, Laron, how you doing? So watch this now. This is a good one. So the, the rest of the 10th chapter, the 10th verse says this. Uh, Laban, his mother's brother, that Jacob went near. Watch Jacob. Jacob went near. And roll the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of Laban, his mother's brother. This is deep. I didn't read it to you, but if you go back up to the original verses, verse 2 through 5, they're all gathered at a well, which is the church. The woman at the well, Jacob's wells, it's all church. So you meet the person at church. The well of watering, that's the best place to meet somebody. But you can't marry them all that you see sitting next to you in church now. now I'm going to tell you something. The, the well is the church. It's where the word waters everybody. So they're gathered at a well. That's where you find them. <laughs> At a well. Find them in a church. Doesn't have to be this one. Find them in a church. Find them in a church that teaches kingdom. Find them in a church that broadens their mind. Find them serving in a church. Find them giving their life to God in worship. You want a man? Come to church early. See how early the men get here. Watch the men. If he's standing like this during worship, wrong dude. Wrong dude. You need a dude up here on the floor. Leave quick after you've done seen him worship. Take notes in the scripture when someone's preaching. Now you go to the front door. You watch what kind of car he gets in. Even if it's a 72 Pinto, you want it to be clean. (laughs) Okay? So at church, you can check him out better than a bar. In the church, the lights are on. Check her out. Is she taking her 10-inch heels off as she walks down the hallway to leave? It means that she came to church very uncomfortable and could not do it any longer and took off her shoes. She has an issue in her mind that she doesn't already accept herself as beautiful. 
the women gonna be walking out of all like this today. Like these shoes, <laughs> these shoes hurt, but boy, no, it's it, no. What I'm saying is, you have to find out why she would hurt herself like that. How many men does he talk to as he's in church? Who does he talk to when he comes in? Who is he talking to before he leaves? If he's not talking to any men or the men he's associating with are shaky or not, okay. You have to know. Ooh. I'm going to wait on that one. If... If the man in the church you like is going and picking on Earl and Kevin, Chris, and these men around here, Don Johnson, I mean, these men who are holding it down in their families, Marv, Kylan, they're like, hey, how you doing? I know these guys. I know, I know what Adrian's going to do. How are you doing? What are you doing? Do you need any help? I know what they're going to be talking about. Some of these fellas, I don't know what they're talking about. All they're doing is complaining, criticizing, stuck. They've been stuck for a long time. And it's like, why are you talking to them? Y'all want me to hurry up? But I'm telling you, you're not bothering me today. Who is she talking to? Who be her friends? What are they like? Does she hang out with any married women? What are they like? Do they love their husbands? Say at the well. Here's the way it goes. The Bible says, and I'm moving on for real. The Bible says it's not good for man to be alone. Am I right? Is that what the Bible says? She's like, I'm not sure. That's not what it meant. It meant it's not good for Adam to be alone. Some men need to be left alone. Leave them alone. Don't give none of this seed in this brother any opportunity to multiply. Because he's a mess. The seed he's going to give you is a mess. And the child you give birth to is going to be a mess. Now it's a mess for me, your daddy. It's rough, ain't it? Bless his name. Take your time, doc. <laughs> take your time, take your time, take your time, take your time. Take your time. Can I say that? We in this church, so I'm clear. We have singles in our church who have been married. They are now divorced and or widowed. God loves anyone who's gone through divorce. It's a lie when anybody tells you God hates divorced people. He does not. He loves everybody. We should too. Period. If they've gone through a marriage, didn't work out for one reason or another, they can recover from that. Amen. I'm telling you, though, 
if you're going to marry someone who has been divorced, you do 12 weeks of counseling. You make sure that you are free, no soul ties, no weirdness. You make sure they are free. Because she will bring Bob and he will bring Janelle right up in the house with you. They're all relationships. I got that out. <laughs> Jacob now, okay, at the well. That's where I was. It would take three to five men to move the stone. That's why they were waiting there. Okay. They're waiting. They're, they're waiting. They're waiting around the well because they don't have enough shepherds to lift the stone. Listen to what happened, though. Jacob saw Rachel. He said, shoo, man. He saw Rachel. He said, he said let me get this stone out the way. <laughs> Jacob moved the stone by himself. Jacob said, forget this. That girl doesn't come up here with her daddy's sheep, and she need water. Jacob did Popeye, open the spinach. Pumped it down, pop, pop, picked that stone up, moved it out the way. Girl, let me water these sheep for you. He moved it by himself. Write this down. Showcase your strengths to get noticed. Girl, whatever your strength is, Ignore your weaknesses. If the left side of your face is prettier, you don't ever do a selfie with the right side. Never. It's always left. Left everything. And when anybody try to take a picture of you from the front, you just turn to the left. You don't ever show the best. No. If you got skinny legs, wear pants or a skirt all the time. You only accentuate the positive. When she meets you, bruh, don't start telling her, well, you know, don't start singing country songs. A dang a ling a dang a ling a ding ding ding. Dang a ling a ling a ling a ling ding ding. I lost my truck and I lost my dog. Then the other day, I lost the house too. I got a wagon, but it's broke. I mean, don't sing those songs. Don't ever tell anybody what has happened to you. Don't tell your story. Well, I just want to find a man that can deal with what I've been through. There ain't a man that can deal with what you've been through. That's how you lost the last man. And you can't tell him on the first date. I just want to tell my story. Shh, tell you, tell. Do not tell nobody your story. They'll find out. Don't tell them. It's none of their business yet. Showcase your strengths. That's what gets you noticed. You never get noticed showing your problems. You never get noticed telling people about what's wrong with you. Stop telling them. Well, yeah, that happened to me, and you know, I'm still on medication. I'm on medication and to help me, you know, cope with what's going on in my life. But God has been so good to me. And I'm now I'm trying to figure out, 
I'm trying to figure out. Linnell was my friend. So I would ask her. i say, this girl with y'all in the church fellowship, because sometimes, I'm just be honest with you, church is the worst place to meet people. But um, I'm asking her, what's wrong with that girl in the church fellowship? I came there, and every time I come, she's looking at me weird. I'm like, why is she looking at me like that? Just strange. And, and then she done told me that she's on medication to deal with depression. But she believes, she's telling me, I just believe you're my husband. I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out what this girl in deep depression, what is she going to do with me? No, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm, okay, okay. Okay. I'm a brother on campus in grad school. I'm walking everywhere I go. But I'm in class. I'm in class. I got some great mentors. I'm not eating because I ain't got a lot of money. But I got a lot of ideas in my head. I'm up early and in bed late. I'm working three jobs. I'm overloaded with studies. I'm being mentored. I'm exercising. I am, I am on my way somewhere. When she gets me, what's going to happen to me? I can't go to the gym because you're at home depressed. Taka, get the wrinkles out of your forehead. Taka's like, oh, my God, pastor, this is, hor- this is horrible. What, what, is she, what am I going to have to now become because of her hang-ups? Because she's in church and won't get delivered. My question to her was, if you had me, what would you do with me? Well, we would pray and we would fast. We would just seek the Lord. And I said to her, I know him. I don't have to seek him. Okay, I know y'all ain't ready for that. But I said, I know him. I ain't looking for him. I ain't looking for him. I got him. He all up in here, all up he, he all over me. I'm not looking for him. I'm not seeking him. So now we found him. What would you do with me? Well, we would just go to church. I don't want, look. I got to do something other than church. I don't mind church, but I got other ideas in my head. What else would we do? Well, I'm not sure. I would just wait and sit around for you. You, my husband. So I would just submit to you, and then I would just do whatever you tell me to do. Oh, my God. Ah, let's throw up now. Shoot me. Throw me in a hole. I'm 21 and I'm ready to die. I'm like, God, if this is the woman you chose for me, take me home. I don't want no woman sitting around the house waiting on me. Well, what you think the Lord want us to do? You the man. I'm submitted to you. Why ain't we doing something? Why, why don't we have some money? Why don't we have some? Do the neck for me. Stand up, girl. Do, the, do that. How you do that? Yes, you can. Stand up. Hurry up now. You're on my time. What's wrong with her? I thought you were the actress. Hurry up. Yeah, that. Uh, why do we have any food? Why are we still living in this house? Why aren't you making any money? Look, I ain't, I ain't marry you. So you can ask me the questions I'm asking myself. I'm asking myself this question. You might help me. 
You need to help me meet these bills. You need to help me meet these. You, come on now. You want, a, you, want a woman, you want a woman that when you're seeking God and you're on your face before God, and she wakes up in the morning, she's up before you. You think breakfast is going to be cooking. But you start hearing this funny stuff in the house. God, you've always been faithful to this family. We're open to hearing your word today. I thank you, God, for where you're taking us to. I thank you, God. I can see it in my eyes. And you're like, that girl in there praying. That girl is in there praying. That girl is in there praying. She done tied her waist, tied her skirt up between her legs and around her back. She's in warfare for the family. And now you get to go crawl in the room where she has made a place for you. And you can just lay down in the presence of your wife who's got in touch with God. And she's saying to you, you're my man of God. God gave you a vision. I believe in your vision. The only reason Samson put his head in Delilah's lap because she knew how to talk to him. He never slept with her, but she knew how to talk to him. Samson, you're something else. How did you get that gate out of the ground and pick it up and carry it through the city? How did you carry, how did you catch 300 foxes and tie their, tie their tails together and light them on fire? Boy, you is something else. I saw you fighting the Philistines. You killed a thousand of them. There ain't nobody like my man. That man right there. That man you talking to, that man that no one else believes, you can put some words in his mind and in his brain and in his spirit. He'll wake up the next morning, oh, he'll be like, he'll be just like, he'll be, he'll be just like, what, 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 what was that, what was that, what, not deputy dog, or what, uh, he, he would wake up, he would wake up and he'd say, where did he go, where did he go? He'll wake up looking for a fight. He'll wake up encouraged. He'll wake up going back into the world that rejected him because his woman, his woman is with him. He don't need three laps. He only needs one lap. And your husband is more interested in what's in your lap than what's between your legs. He needs a place to cry. He needs a place to be vulnerable. He needs to be in a place. He needs a place where he can say, honey, I just feel like I failed. And in that moment, he needs a woman that says, you, you have never failed. Not one time in my life have you ever failed. Martin, there's been some things that didn't work out right, but you have never failed. You've always gotten up. You've never felt sorry for yourself, and you've found a way to move on. Lenny said, that's what I love about you. I said, it is? <laughs> I mean, I mean what, what you saying? What you, what you saying? What you saying? Because I'm hard out there. I can't let nobody else touch me. But the only one I gave the right to touch me is the one that can kill me. So what you saying? You're the best man God could ever made. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm not worried about a thing. She said, I'll be back. 
this night. She said, I'll be back. I'm going to make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I said, we don't have any food. We don't have any food in this house. The heat is off. We're freezing in this house. We don't have any food. She says, well, I put some peanut butter and jelly back just so I could be here for you in this moment. We had an appointment the next day to file bankruptcy. That girl loved me so much that night. I woke up in the morning, I called the dude. I said, we ain't filing bankruptcy. <laughs> I'm like, we need bankruptcy. We ain't doing it. I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I said, we ain't doing it. I said, I'm going to lead my wife through this. I'm going to lead her through this. I'm going to do it myself. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. She wasn't necessarily looking for someone strong and powerful. She was just waiting for her man to lead. You hold your man's heart in your hands. You can crush it or you can nurture it. Your decision. Sit down. Let me do it because I know Y'all going to fuss at me. Showcase your strengths. Come on, right now. Right. I said right fast. So this is what it says about her in the next verse, verse 12. He, when he saw Rachel, he kissed her. Now, I don't, you know, he kissed her. I don't know if it was a French kiss. I think it was more like the French people. I think. In any rate, after he kissed her, he cried. Oh, my God. Sweetest thing I ever saw. He lost his mind. But guess what she did? Last verse. So she ran and told her father, if the boy kiss you and his tongue go down your esophagus and you feel the earth move, run to your daddy. Run to your accountability. Run to mom. Run, run to the people in your life that help you walk through stuff. She ran to find dad. Dad, our cousin's here. He's an amazing person. But once you're kissed, and now the person can take you away without going to your father, they're going to get you in a place where you're not supposed to be too quick. Tell your neighbor, run to your dad. Run to your father. Run to your accountability. Your accountability could be mom, could be a group, could be whatever. But you run to them and say, this just happened. Now watch this now. You want to be under your covering. In the 13th verse, this is what happens in the 13th verse, 13th and 14th verse. He went to Laban's house, and Laban said, you're flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone. Stay with me. He stayed with him for a month. In other words, at first appearance, at first shaking hands, you want to position yourself to align with greater vision than yours. You don't want to be rejected the first time you shake someone's hand. 
The first time they shake your hand, the first time they meet you, they should want you to join what they're doing, which is bigger than what you've ever done. Am I making sense? Position yourself, your attitude, to say you want me on your team. If you're unmarried, you want to be on someone's team. You want someone to notice you, so when you walk up, you want to answer a problem. Can I tell you how I got noticed everywhere? Everywhere. I called everybody sir. I called everybody ma'am, and I found out their number one problem, and I took care of it. What is the number one thing you don't like to do? Give that to me. Now, if it was administrative, I had to pay somebody on the slide to do it because I don't do that well. <laughs> David got noticed because he troubled what was troubling Saul. Okay. So as soon as you walk into a place, you ask the boss, what's your vision? What do you see? What is the number one thing you don't like to do? Go prepare yourself, come back and say, let me take care of that for you. What? You're going to do what? It's not in your job description. My job description is to work for you. I'm here to work for you. If you need that done, I'm going to find an answer for it. And I'm going to bring it back to you. If it matches what you want done, I'm going to take care of it for you. Every time they get in trouble, every time Saul got in trouble, he went to look for David, who was unmarried. Go get David. I'm struggling. Go get David. I'm depressed. Go get David. The war is not going well. Go get David. My wife's giving me a hard time. David came. David played. David answered problems. And that's what you should be ready to do. Well, I'm not going to be working for somebody. I'm working a bunch of hours. They're not paying me for. Don't marry people who you work with that are already mad and complaining. Because they're going to bring that to the house. Here it is. This is the last one I think you need. <laughs> Y'all ready? Jacob <clears throat> is told by Laban. We'll end with this. He says, I want to marry your daughter, Rachel. My father sent me to your house to find a wife. I want to marry Rachel. You got to understand something. Laban's daughter, Rachel, is the firstborn. I mean, she's the second born, but she's sharper than her sister. Where, where are the most single people over there? How many single people? How many single people in here? How many single people over here? Okay, I'm going to go over here. I want to be where they're at. Okay, y'all listening? Jacob says, give me Rachel. He says, okay. But Rachel is the second born. So he says, I'll give her to you if you work for me seven years. He works for Laban seven years. Then he says to Laban, give me Rachel. I've worked seven years. He says, okay, we'll, do a, we'll have a wedding tomorrow night. Never have a night wedding. Never. Never have a night wedding. Never get married in the dark. Never elope. Never get married without your people there. Don't get married in the dark. They have a party. He gets married. They go in a tent. And now he brings in Leah. 
Well, how did he not know? He'd never had sex with Rachel. He'd never seen Rachel without her veil. It was only her eyes. Remember the Bible said her eyes were weaker. Her eyes were a different color than Rachel's. It's night. He has sex with her. They come in. They see the sheet. Hymen's been broken. You're married. In the daylight, he says, ah! What have you done to me? Laban's words, it is not our custom. Listen to me. People say that Laban tricked Jacob. Maybe. But there were some things Jacob did not know about their custom. I can't give you the secondborn until the firstborn is married. Before you marry somebody, find out their customs. If their custom is once a year to draw their face up like a skeleton and go worship dead people, you need to know because they're going to put paint on your kids' faces. If the custom of the boys in this family that they have learned from their father is to have several women, you need to know the custom. He says to Jacob, it is not our custom to give the second first. He said, so I'll give you Rachel, but you got to stay with Leah for one week, seven days. People say he had to work another 14 years to get her. No, he got her in seven years and a week. Seven years and a week, he gives him Rachel. Here's what I want you to understand. It doesn't matter whether he was tricked or there was a custom he was unaware of. He was tricked or he was ignorant. It doesn't matter. When God gives you the right person and you believe it's the right person, you stand on your feet, you put on your big boy pants, and you wait till everything has worked out for you to marry this girl. Well, this is taking too long. You just said you found the girl of your life. Wait. Wait till her daddy's ready. Wait till her mama's ready. Well, if she don't say yes in a few months, I'm gonna move on. Then you were never in love with her in the first place. Wait jump through every hoop some men in here to get their daughter you're going to have to bark like a dog woof, woof, woof. you might have to walk around the house on all fours or maybe I'm talking about me get on your knees boy well I ain't willing to do that then get your rusty booty out of my house because there's going to be some days if you marry my, okay, if you marry my daughter there's going to be some days you're going to be on your knees that's just who she is Okay, y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all don't, okay. I know her, and I'm telling you, unless you are willing to live like this, it ain't going to work out. So I'm, I'm telling you from the beginning, jump through the hoops. Tell a girl next to you, 
Tell a girl, single women, lift your hands. Single women, lift your hands. Find that single girl and tell her. Tell her, find that single girl. She lifted her hand, now talk to her. Find her, go sit next to a single girl. If you sit next to a single girl, sit next to her and tell her, girl, I said get up and find, a, find an unmarried woman. Find her, I don't care if she's 92. This is the weirdest altar call you'll ever have. You're a married woman sitting next to a single woman now. Tell her the truth. Tell her, sugar. You are worth every hoop. You are worth every test I'm not telling you to test him but you're worth every test before an eaglet before a female eagle will marry for a lifetime another eagle she will go up three to five miles in the air she will carry a twig in her mouth and she'll fly miles in the air and she will drop it. She might do this for days. The eagle that catches it the most times, she's like, maybe he will be able to catch me when I fall. And she stays with one eagle until she dies. Pastor Martin, you work real hard on your marriage. You're not cursing me when you say that to me. You're not, you're, not, you're not degrading me because I work on my marriage. It's the only thing worth working on. Now, single brothers, lift your hands. We got to go home. Got to go home. Single brothers, single brothers. Find a single brother, y'all. Come on, brother. Married brother. Married brother. Keep your, get your hand up, Isaac. Come on, Sean. Hand way up. Find one of these single brothers. Come on, married brothers. Come on now. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Keep your hand up to somebody sitting next to you. Y'all go team up on Ethan back there. Three guys. Ethan, you in trouble, dude? You in trouble? <laughs> Three men came to you. They're like, hey. This boy right here needs some help. Tell that brother. Tell that brother next to you. Tell him, if she's worth it, pay the price. Jump through every hoop. Live through every embarrassment. Don't worry about what your friends say about you. She is worth losing every friend. <laughs> these young guys, these young cats are like, I ain't trying to get married. Why y'all talking to me? <laughs> They're like, why are y'all yelling at me? I ain't, I ain't trying to do nothing. We follow you on Instagram. 
We know why you're all there knocking people up on the football field. There are some girls walking behind you. We see you. You ain't fooling us. Okay. Did I do good? Did I do good? Okay, so. Okay, so. One of my first students at UNO, an ambassador. It's where we met when I worked there in the athletic department. So now, if she is going to be joined to him, even if he's a rock star and she's not, what happens to him when they come together? It depends on who he is. If he's a rock star, we don't have an issue. Because he's going to weather every storm with her. He's going to hold her. He's going to teach her. She's going to listen. Because he's a rock star. He's a crackerjack. He's powerful. He's a man. He knows who he is. He knows how to submit. He knows how to build up. Y'all get no ideas. It's just a sermon. <laughs> She's the rock star. He's the dud. What happens now? You scared to say it. What happens now? She becomes whatever he is. She has no seed. He does. It really doesn't marry who your son marries as long as he's a man of God. But it matters everything who your daughter marries. Because she is going to end up submitting to this. And every time she wants to go and do something big, he's going to say, well, you don't love me. Ain't got nothing to do with loving you. We have opportunities we need to take. He's going to lead the way. So before me becomes we, make sure someone's helping you figure out who the other person is. Because once you do this, You are tied to it. Y'all did good though, right? Okay. Y'all did good though. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, y'all did good, right? Okay, okay, okay. All right, thank you. That, that was kind of like, oh uh, yeah, we did, yeah. I think we did. Okay. So now just tell the Lord, Lord, before I become joined, to anyone else make me one 
Make me one. Make me one. If you're married, say, Lord, keep me one. Keep me in my integrity. Keep me together. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's message. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you are interested in not missing any other videos that we upload, make sure to click the subscribe button down below. Also, if this message has impacted you in such a way, you can also click the link down below to donate and to give to our ministries here at Ambassadors Worship Center. Anyway, thank you so much and we'll see you next week.